A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Still doesn't say live. There it is. Let's go Mets. Let's Let's go go Mets. Mets. Let's, Let's go, go Mets. Mets. Let's, Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Wow, that was an awesome. <laughs> it was it was like we're all in three different places or something. Who let the dogs out? Woof. 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 woof, woof Buzz's woof, girlfriend. Woof. Woof. Episode number thirty-five five of the 35. untitled Catholic. <laughs> Podcast. I feel like we haven't done this in a month. It's, it's, it's been a long time. Approximately. So how how many episodes are we actually... Because we were ahead of the game for a while, and then now we're severely behind the game. Well, in like in true Untitled Catholic fashion, we caught up with ourselves. Just in the nick of time? Yeah, I mean, like I after, we had one released, and then we had an Ike one in the can, and then... Easter came and I got really busy and then I didn't hear from any of you guys to record so I figured better to delay the release of the newest episode so that we can have one come right on right after as opposed to uh, you know putting that on and then having two weeks with no direction well I can I just say this so Father Sean has a tablet in front of him right now (laughs) and (laughs) as he's recording this podcast and that that could be that could be anything from like he's reading an article in the Wall Street Journal or he's like playing you know bubble shooter or something like that. What are you doing on the iPad? I was playing a game while you were looking to see if the audio was working. You're oh, still playing the game. It. We're back. I know, but I can do two things at once. No, you can't. It's it's we have evidence. On tape. You have Joe Moncada saying that it sounded like I wasn't paying attention. That's far from evidence. You haven't earned your you haven't earned your trust to do multitasking. Yeah, on I'll do whatever yet, I Father want. Sean. You're not the owner anymore. Yeah, I'm not the John, owner. John McQuaid will John be the judge. I'm not the owner, but I could cut all of this out, and no one will ever know what ever happened. <laughs> he got us again, Nolan. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I'm gonna get you, sucker. So, last time we recorded was with Ike, before Easter, and then now it is a couple weeks after Easter. All of those things are true. So, first and foremost, Nolan, how was your Easter? My Easter was fantastic. I was in sunny Florida. For actual Easter Sunday? For actual Easter Sunday. For the entire Triduum, if you will. Oh. Um... Yeah, and and a couple days after, it was fantastic. It was a perfect welcome break, visiting uh, my wife's family down there, and uh, I was in shorts. It was great. Let the record show I didn't go to church in shorts, but <laughs> let the record for show, most of the week I was in shorts. This is the first time we're recording like this, and it's not a snow day. Yeah. No, it's true. It's just a regular day. Just a regular day. It was like this is all the first time we've recorded on a regular day in months. Although it did rain like crazy. It was raining like really hard. Too. Wind. Yeah. I went to. Um, well, I'll get into that later. The, with the weather's just really bothering me. 
but I'll I'll get in more in, into that. What's the weather like in Nashville? It's forty degrees. And mm. yesterday I was in Springfield, Missouri, when and it was thirty degrees. And the day before that I was in Kansas City, and it was thirty-five degrees. But like a yeah, this is the one you signed up for. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a bing bong. I went to the Royals game on Saturday night, and it was freezing. How is that ballpark, by the oh, way? Oh, it's great. It's awesome. It's a really good ballpark. A lot to do, a lot to see. But we were just, we were just sitting there shivering. We stayed six innings, though, because we were having so much fun. But I digress. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, you can't really buy baseball tickets until May. Yeah, I would I know, agree with but that. But I was like, you're in Kansas City. The Royals are home. You got to go. You got to do it. And then, anyway... So where what part of Florida were you in? Um, the villages, which is like north of Orlando. So it's just a bunch of old people around. It is like old people Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Golf carts everywhere. That's incredible. Golf courses everywhere. Literally everything you would need to survive, especially if you're an older person who likes to golf. What are the grocery stores down there? Uh, Publix. Ah, old people Publix. Yep. Nice. Yes. Um, so you left for Florida the Wednesday before Easter, yeah, and then pretty much stayed until the Wednesday after. Yeah, that's a good trip. It was a great trip. It was. It and was uh, a, a, an Easter blessing, I might say. Did you intend? Did you attend the Triduum? I did, yeah. We went to. Um, we didn't go to the Easter vigil because just not ready for that kind of commitment with yeah. two little, little guys yet. Um, but Thursday night, uh, yeah, we went to Holy Thursday, Friday, Good Friday service, and then Easter Sunday morning mass. So you went to the two one instead of the triduum, right? Uh, if, if if that's the technical term, sure. That's what I just we did. made that up on the spot. I like that. That's that's got legs. I guess I did the two of them then, too. Where, didn't you say you were going to go to both the Easter Vigil and Mass on Easter Sunday? I did, but I took that back, and I only went to, <laughs> I only went to Easter Sunday Mass, which was very nice. You know what was weird about, um, and we'll talk, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bully. Yes. I wish we were, I wish we were next to him, Nolan, so we just hit him. When he did that, I know, I know. I wish you could see my face right now and the face I'm making yeah. at you. You're just Lego Nolan right now. <laughs> Was that That's a burp? Right. What? You just made a noise where you're like, yeah, yeah. Who me? That was definitely a burp from was Justin, it a burp? right? No, I didn't burp. Yeah. I moved my it chair. It sounded like a burp. Are you wearing a hat, or did something happen to your hair? <laughs> I won't tell. I'm wearing a hat. It's freezing out. Oh, it looks like you my, shaved your head. My bones are still cold from going to the Royals game. And then I came back to the house today for the first time in like 12 days. And it was just cold. Because I put the heat down because I don't want, if I'm not, I'm not around, I don't want the heat to be rolling. So I came back and they, it was low. Was anyone else out. in the house? or? or... They're, everyone else has been in and out, but not, not very much. Okay. I have two HVACs, so the downstairs I keep on, but the upstairs I shut off. Okay. Because I don't, I don't really care if Ricky's cold. 
You spineless. He's a slumlord. <laughs> That's Justin's a slumlord. I'm a slumlord. I don't know what that means. It look it up. Just Google it. How is uh the the two to one for you there, Father Sean? I did the triduum. How'd it go? I bet you did more than the triduum. I did. Yeah. You, yeah. Did, the, you did the six of them. I did. I did. Uh, my <laughs> my holy week started with six and a half hours of confessions. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> with just one pee break. With only one person, right? Yeah, that was. They were a talker. Coming to confess. Uh, no. Um, and then I, I heard confessions again the next day at Stony Brook University with with our a friend of the podcast who I don't think has listened to an episode, but he likes it. He's friendly with everyone on the podcast, Father Lachlan. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Then on Wednesday it was like the calm before the storm. Thursday's the Chrism Mass in the morning. Then it was Mets opening day, so I got to catch some of that. Then uh, I had uh, the, the Mass of Our Lord's Supper on Thursday night. Then we have uh, at 12 o'clock on Good Friday, we have Stations of the Cross. Then at 3 o'clock, we have the live stations, which is an interesting experience. Um, and then at 7.30 p.m., we have um, the, the Good Friday service. And then there's the Holy Saturday is my favorite because I don't really have to do anything. So I didn't have the Easter vigil. So we have morning prayer on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But I don't go on Thursday because I go into Rockville Center. On Saturday, we have morning prayer. Then the RCIA group goes to breakfast. Then it's the calm before the storm at that point. And then the Easter vigil was at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And then, How long did it go for? Uh, two hours and 15 minutes. That's relatively short, yeah, actually. That's yeah. not bad. And then we, I had two masses the next day. One in the church, one in the gym. Nice. How many people did you uh, welcome into the Catholic faith? We had 27 people. Wow. Not all adults. No. Some of them are kids. Numbers are down now, Father Sean. I know. Last year we had 39 people. But I got a couple of people that I'm working on now. Excellent. I never stop. Uh, nor, nor would I, we expect you to. Yeah, you shouldn't. Good. I'm glad you don't should. expect me to give up. Ooh, my voice this is crying. a job, not a vocation, Shern. It's, yeah, a, it's vocation, a vocation, not, not a, a job. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, the, the opposite of what I said. <laughs> yeah. It's a job. You know a- what I meant! It's a vocation, not a job. It's a job, not a job. You're a job. It's a it's You're the a job, book of job. job. Well, that sounds like everyone had a good Easter. I did, and now I'm waiting today because I'm gonna have my friend Josh cut my hair. So we'll see if he actually can cut hair. Did he How, just what? get his license or something? He's been, he said he's been cutting hair for years. He cuts his own hair, and his own hair looks good. And I feel like it's got to be harder to hair? cut your own hair than to cut someone else's hair. True, but we'll see. He he was supposed to do it yesterday. Then he got nervous and thought he couldn't do a good job, and said, "If you look bad during mass, I'm gonna feel bad." And then he found his confidence somewhere between saying that and the end of the night. So we'll see. I was gonna have him do it live on the the show. You have to take. Mm 
Are you getting Are you getting anything fancy done? Uh, no, the usual. The last two times I've gotten a haircut, I'm just gonna get the same thing as that, which I guess is kind of fancy. He's got to imitate what the handsomeizer can do. No small feet. Oh, that's, those are big shoes to fill, Josh. Good luck. The conversation uh-huh. will be good, not as good as the handsomeizer because it's I know him, so it's not like uh, you know. It's not special. It's not special. I see him all the time. I see the handsomeizer once a year. <laughs> the, hands- the handsomeizer comes, but once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you shave your own hair, Nolan? No, no, I get a haircut. Do you go, go from to like an old old Italian guy? No, actually, I had, I want to say for probably, with with very few exceptions, I had the same guy cutting my hair for like twenty years, and then just recently started going to other places because he stopped cutting hair. So you were going to an old Italian guy? No. I was not. I was never at any point going to an old time. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> old so, Italian guys are very capable of cutting the heck out of hair. I would hope. Are you, you would going to? That. Are you going to more of a hip place? Would you say? Um, I would say so. Yeah, I, I would. I would qualify the place I go to most regularly now as pretty hipster, really? to a degree. To a degree. Wow. Punk rock hipster. Punk rock that. hipster. What does that even mean? I don't know. But it, in my mind, it makes sense. We'll go with it. Yeah. And I also have a friend from high school that cuts hair, too, so I go to him sometimes. That's what I've been doing. I'm, my buddy's in barber school, so I get my hair cut from him. And he's very good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty picky when it comes to who cuts my hair, to be honest with you. I'm not. I like. To, I don't just go to hip places. Just to make sure that they know how to do hip things. Yeah. I cooked a ham for uh, Easter and a lasagna. First time. <laughs> that was such a poor segue. <laughs> hey, nice segue. I, I knew none of you big bugs were going to ask, so I just had to say it. I, I, I was very proud of my ham and my lasagna. <laughs> it was very It came good. out good. It came out I good. I mean, it, we have no way of knowing. We this. fed about twenty people with it. Excellent. It was it was very good. I was very proud of it. I'm just thinking about it now. I miss that lasagna. <laughs> now I gotta come up with a. Now I gotta come up with a reason to cook a lasagna. I, can't that just be a Sunday? Yeah, but who am I gonna feed a, a whole lasagna to? If you cook lasagna, people will come. If it's That's good, true. they will come. If it's good, if you cook it, they will <laughs> come. They will you, come. You just gotta advertise it. You're right. No, they'll come. You're right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> hey, you wanna come over on Sunday? How come? I'm cooking lasagna. Yeah, yeah. I'll come over. All right. I'm sure, Ryan will come over for lasagna. Oh yeah, no, the people will come. You have friends. T- as surprising as that may sound to our listeners. But then too many. Then you, I don't know. You you then walk the line of then too many people come, and you're like, now I got to cook like two lasagnas. No, cook or how many people no can eat one lasagna? Four. Okay, there you go. You invite Megan and you invite two other people. All right, there you go. Lasagna how big is this lasagna if it's only feeding four people? I mean, be like a pan, like a pan of lasagna. We're talking about Versus. healthy adults, Nolan. 
Couldn't okay. you eat like a, a a quarter of a pan of lasagna? Yeah, you could. No, that's, I don't know. I, I, I definitely could. I'm not sure that I would if I was a guest at somebody's place, but that's a guess. A different conversation. So then, but then that that bears the question: Do you have to say, "Hey, it's just going to be us four, So when they come over, they're expecting to eat a lot of lasagna. You got to be specific. Well, is there a couple that you could invite over? Ryan, yeah, and, oh, and his there's wife. several. Yeah, there's several. So I think that's that's the way to go. All right. I'll let you guys know if that ever happens. Which, that, that reminds me, how was um, dinner at Nolan's, Sean, during Easter break? It was exactly what you would expect. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to admit, the lasagna wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad because it wasn't. <laughs> when I come back to Nashville, will you cook lasagna for me? Or am I going to be too judgmental? You'll be extremely judgmental, but I'll cook it. I'll be honest. If it's good, know, I'll tell pressure, you it's though. good. I wouldn't ever want to cook for you or our father. I would cook for you. I make Thank good you, chicken. But I, want to cook. I don't. I don't know if I could cook for you. I think I would think you would judge me too much. I I wouldn't judge you, but I would be honest with you if it sucks. It wouldn't suck. It just wouldn't be our dad's cooking. Or our mom's. Or our mom's. Alright, well let's let's so, bang out a couple of lasagnas. Have a couple of lasagna nights. Perfect your craft. Lasagna off. And then I'll the show lasagna up. Off. And then I'll 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 taste it and let you know if it's even worth I'm, cooking anymore. I'm all How about, about you guys both cook a lasagna and I'll judge which one's the best. That's not fair because I don't cook lasagna. He's got he's ahead of me. A, a, a single lasagna end of you. I guess there was four trays. It was a lot was of the fourth That's tray the best? The third one was the best. The way it lined up on the table, the third one was the best. You got cocky. That's <laughs> yeah, I got cocky, yeah. No, the fourth one was thrown together. It was kind of like, oh, great. We got a lot of people coming. But then we, we wound up having leftovers, so that was good. And the ham was great. Ham, big hit. That's big, good. big hit that ham was. I think I, I'm confident uh, that I could make a ham. Yeah, I think you could too. Ham is fairly you, easy. Have you, ever, have you ever made a sauce? I have never made a sauce. See, you got to make a sauce one day. Nolan, do you make fresh sauce or you, are you a ragu guy? I mean, I would be a ragu guy it's if it wasn't for my wife. Spoken like a true she bagel kid. She makes an awesome sauce i'm not a bagel kid let's get that clear (laughs) so i have to say this i want to give a shout out to andy from the youth group andy andy do you do that to him yes and you see my instagram post the other day what was it was it us two in front of the no, it was in front of the, I took a picture in front of a dinosaur, and I just said, Andy, okay. quote, Pee-wee. I did not see that. I haven't really been checking Instagram for the last several months. Okay. Almost six months now. I don't really, I don't know. I just stopped caring. But anyway, Andy came up to me yesterday and made a, we were doing something, and he would say, I, he said, I would describe it as both fresh and familiar. Ah. <laughs> Oh, Andy, thank you. Well played, Andy. Well played. I think I uh, voted him in Mafia the last time I was at your youth group. I thought he was Mafia, but I don't think he was. I don't. Th- How come I wasn't there? 
I don't know. Where were you? Oh, I was working with Father Lachlan on the chapel. Who, by the way, was in Nashville last couple weeks ago. You saw him? Got to spend some time with Father Lachlan. Uh, saw his sister's new place, which is beautiful. He came to the uh, the Magaldi residence. He loved it. He made fun of the small bathroom. Yeah, the upstairs bathroom, the the granite's a little small, but it's all right. No no house is perfect, but this one is pretty close. Should we take a break or talk about the Mets right now? We said let's go Mets. We're excited that they're winning. I think we just go into another topic. No, there's more. I mean, th- this is the first time that I think I'm, I plan, not the first time, first time in a while that I will plan my night around the Mets. Like tonight. I'm just going to watch the Mets. I have been doing that for the last, in the last three years. I started doing that at the end of 2015, most of 2016, and and, and not really last year. Yeah, as I said that out loud, I was like, I guess the last time I did it was 2015 and 16. I usually start every season like like that, even no matter how bad I think it's going to be. Because at this time of year it's just it's so early it's just exciting to have it back but they're just, it's just scary I'd that never, it's just if like, you would have told me that they were going to be 12 and 2 i would have never believed you but how, it's still so early how i was going to say however if you tell me that they won't make the playoffs i could still believe that yeah no it's so possible yes. it's so yes. very possible it's it's possible that like 2 weeks from now we're like wow what the heck happened to that hot start right. I think so. I was I was describing it today to somebody. Somebody was asking me as a Met fan, "How does this feel?" And I thought about it, and I said, "It feels like, feels like I've like left my normal plane of existence, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> and I'm in this strange new realm, and I don't belong here. But the, and someone's gonna find out and sacrifice me to their interme- interdimensional god." <laughs> <laughs> Does that adequately describe the feeling of a mess? Uh, yeah, I, I would the, say that that exi- that's basically exactly better. how it feels. Like I just I just feel like this this grim like presence oh, like behind me like don't get too excited. It could be all over in a second. That's how I feel. It's such a it's it's such a sad perspective if you think about it. I like if the it is, but it's so true. Two, Every Yankee fan would be like, we're going to win the World Series, and you couldn't deny it. And you'd be like, yeah, you probably are, and then they would. But the Mets, The thing like, is, the Yankees always start off bad. Like, they've won World Series after, like, having bad starts. So I'm like, but I'm like just expecting But the Mets win World Series and make the playoffs after hot starts. In 2015, they, they won are... 11 in a row in, in April, remember? Here's the thing. They're a lot of fun to watch because they're having fun because they're winning, obviously. I think, yeah. But the person, Although I think it's way too early to have a thing like the salt and pepper. No, shaker. I disagree. I think it's you too st- early. You started. Why not? That, you're on a hot streak. This is this is great. I love the salt and pepper thing. So do I. I I would love it a lot more if it was like August when it came about. Well, it will still be a thing if, God willing, they keep winning. No, but it might be embarrassing because they might be out of it by all. <laughs> well, th- th- again, I can't help if myself. If they're I'm out of it, pessimistic. they won't be soft and pepper shaking. 
If they're in a pennant race, they will be. This week. That's true. This week. If they can beat the Nationals, then I think it's for real. That's why tonight's such a big game. If they get swept by the Nationals, then it would be like same old Mets. Who's pitching tonight? DeGrom. Nice. And then their guy, like Cole or something like that, is no good. I don't know. I think it's great. This is, if you think about right now, I was thinking about this today. There's, I mean, I don't know if you guys care about hockey, but I'm a bandwagon Predators fan. So the Predators are up 2-0. You got playoff basketball where I don't have a team in it. I just have people I dislike, a.k.a. LeBron James and the Warriors. LeBron James. Yeah, I want to say it's good. A lot of basketball, a lot of hockey, and the Mets are up to a great start. And then in 10 days, the Jets are going to pick their quarterback of the next three years. Yeah. For better or for worse. What'd you say, Nolan? That was a, that was a, a, I said for better or for worse. Well, it was a pessimistic <laughs> statement. Yes, I'm saying he'll only be on the team for three years. But whoever it is, <laughs> what a great time for sports. No, it is. It's, it's amazing. A good time. It's amazing. And on that note, I, oh, what were you going to say? No, move on. Move on. That note, we're moving on. And we're back for the Untitled Catholic Podcast, episode number 35. Brushing the dust off and <laughs> back into it. Hmm. <laughs> Nolan just goes, hmm. Oh, have you been uh i know the listeners have been thinking have you been drinking that uh girl scout cookie tea nolan i have i have i'm about halfway through the box actually really are you sipping on some now no i'm not i was just sipping on but i polished off a snapple sort of sweet rooibos straight up tea mm, yeah i had a uh I have no idea what rooibos is i don't know but it sounds healthy. yeah hello friends I had a uh, a beet juice back at it again with the beet juices today. I've been at on it again. I've been on the road for about almost. Uh, it's been about twelve days. So, so it, is it safe to say the beat goes on? The beat goes on. <laughs> and the catering on this this one tour is not very good. Ooh, it's not Toby. Just what, for what, the record. What an outcry. Yeah, what an outcry. Um. So, Father Sean, on Easter, you saw Cousin Bobby. I did see Cousin Bobby. Do you have a report? I have a report, at least as of Easter, as of Easter Sunday, when we recorded the episode of the podcast. Give, just in case this is someone's first time listening, give give a brief description of the Cousin Bobby episode. Well, I would say first, go listen to it. But if you don't have time to do that right now... Then, quickly speaking, Cousin Bobby, our cousin, Bobby, came on the episode and talked about... A.K.A. Cousin Bobby. Right. Talked about how he um, struggles with going to Mass on Sunday. So we gave him some tools and challenged him a little bit. After that episode was recorded, he went to confession. Not to me. Uh, And then 
on Easter Sunday, we asked him how it was going, and he said at that point, so meaning all of Lent, he did not miss one Sunday of Mass. That's awesome. I think so. Nolan, what's your reaction to that? That you guys are doing the, the Lord's work. Via this media. Concerts! <laughs> and Believe it or not, the concert boy is making a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Think so, of what he could do if he was a priest. What what was his what what is his report? What is he did did he enjoy going? Is he still kinda eh? Did he get something out of confession? I think he said that we gave him a really good perspective of how to do things and what we explained and, and, and taking that into consideration is something that has been helping him tremendously. That is great to hear. That's beautiful. Well, on that note, I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should just end, not this episode, the, the podcast, podcast in general. So I've had two experiences the last two weekends. As I was saying, I've been traveling. Um, and on l- Sunday, the first Sunday after Easter, I was flying from Lynchburg, Virginia, and I was going to San Jose, California. So I had two layovers. It was an awful layout. But it was supposed to be a 6 a.m. flight, Lynchburg to Charlotte. Land in Charlotte at like 7 o'clock. Then take a 7.45 plane from Charlotte to Chicago. And then at 9.30, go from Chicago to San Jose. And then land in San Jose at 1 o'clock. So, I'm in Lynchburg. It's a small airport. Get there at like 4.45 or 5 o'clock. And sitting there, 5.30 comes around. And the guy gets on the loudspeaker and says, Well, your, your crew um, is just leaving the airport now. So, they'll be here in a few minutes. I mean, just leaving the hotel now. So, for a 6 o'clock flight, they didn't even leave the hotel until 5.30. So they get there at 6 o'clock. They have to de-ice the plane. They do their whole thing. We don't leave until 7.05. I don't get until Charlotte until like 8.05. So I completely missed the connection. Um, and the people that were there were the worst people ever. Like the lady kept her earbuds in and she wouldn't even make eye contact with you. And she's like, well, I can put you on a flight at 1 o'clock. And it's 8 o'clock at that point. So it was just awful. And then... After I finally get rebooked on a ticket, I hear over the loudspeaker, there is a Catholic Mass being celebrated in the chapel at 9 a.m. So I was like, that's actually pretty cool. So then I went to Catholic Mass in the Charlotte airport. How about that? That's pretty, so that's cool. really cool, actually. That, that worked out great. Yeah, and there was two deacons and one priest... Uh, and probably like 30 or 40 people went some employees some people that were there on a layover whatever it was I thought that was awesome that's a that's like a, one of those meant to be situations right there yeah it was great and I felt much better after and then I went to I was flying American Airlines and I bought a day pass for the uh, Admirals Club so I hung out in the Admirals Club all day what happens in an Dallas. Admirals Club you can, I can't tell you. Okay. Huh. Well, I can't tell you what happens there, when you get there. installed to the Knights of Columbus, so I guess we're well, even. 
Isn't that a perfect segue? Hey, nice um, segue. <laughs> the Adderall's Club is they just they have food and drinks and comfortable seats and TVs. So I was so tired, I was like, I'm gonna find a nice comfortable seat and take a nap. And guess what? It worked. And then I woke up, ate some breakfast, had a cup of coffee. Went to my next flight, had a layover in Dallas. They were cooking up fresh guacamole. I ate some guacamole while watching the Masters. I'll tell you, Admiral's Club. How much does it cost for a day pass? It was fifty dollars. Hmm. Which you figure I had suck somewhere. I had a, over. I had about eight hours of layovers. So yeah, that's very worth it. worth it. Then this weekend, Nolan. In like I said, Saturday in Kansas City, uh, we were by the uh-huh. air, we were by the airport, and um, I was looking up the nearest churches from the airport, and the airport's kind of way out of town, so everything was like fifteen to twenty miles away. So it would have been uh, probably like a forty-five dollar Uber ride round trip. So, but I'm like, you know what? I want to get to Mass. There was a 5 o'clock mass somewhere. I was going to go and then from there go to the game. So It's 5 o'clock mass I'm, somewhere. Oh, um, man. I was going to say the same thing. You beat me to it. So as I'm sitting in the lobby going to get some lunch, I see that there were a ton of Knights of Columbus there. So then I just struck up conversation with one of them. And I, was, I just said, what are the odds that you guys are doing mass here at the hotel? And he was like, 3.30 in the conference room. I'm like, this is awesome. So they saved me $45 worth of Ubers. Thank you, Knights of Columbus. It was great. Knights of Columbus. <laughs> so they, they, like, installed a bunch of people, and they were all dressed up, and they had all families, and then they did, like, a reception after. And the priest was hilarious. He was, like, a, a short, chubby guy, and he just made short, chubby jokes the whole homily. <laughs> Zacchaeus, like, get down from that tree. He's like, every, he said, uh, like, well, you couldn't get the bishop. And then everyone laughed, and he goes, I guess you couldn't get this guy, and he named the priest, and he said, you definitely couldn't get this guy, and he named another priest. So he's like, so here I am, your fourth choice, thanks. And everyone was laughing. And then he said, I don't know what it is, but every time I do a Knights of Columbus event that's not in a church, they always find the biggest chair around, so my legs just dangle on the bottom. <laughs> I was like, this is great. And then after, he gave out communion. <laughs> He said, I, I really appreciate all the guys coming up and uh, just, like, bending down to receive. Uh, but I don't have T-Rex arms. I could have reached you. You guys aren't that tall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. It was hysterical. It was awesome. And then after that, I went to the Royals game. So what is the lesson there, Father Sean? Where's what, the homily? Where's the homily? The lesson, that's <laughs> easy. God provides. But I, I, the, the whole time I was thinking about it, I was like, how cool is it that one the mass could be celebrated in all those different places and that like those those people were very much bringing christ to someone else and i was i was the one receiving it but i was like how it it's just really cool that the mass is celebrated in all these different settings and all these different places but the five o'clock mass in kansas city was the same one that father sean said in smithtown what's even cooler than that though is that not only is it your story connected to those masses but it's also like all those other people too like um 
there's there's probably someone else who was at either of those masses like telling you know people that that they know that hey you know i was in the airport and i just uh i was you know either i was not in a good place and i just i'd heard that announcement and i was told me to go to mass and just i was like it was like it was for me you know you know that everyone could be having that moment um with the mass and that's what's so cool did you thank the priest justin at the airport yeah oh yeah i thanked everyone did you tell him the story and then make him feel good no he was uh he had to go somewhere or something he, he looked like he was in a rush so maybe he had to catch a flight no, well, they, they did an, uh, uh, the mass, I guess, ended at like 9.30, and they were doing a 10 o'clock, so I think he had to talk to someone before that. Mm. He was an older guy. Talked about, the, it sounded like he was from New York, talked about the Easter resurrection. That's pretty cool. It was just cool. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good, and it, it made me, uh, really, not that I didn't not appreciate it, but. It was a good reminder of how much we love the Mass and appreciate the church. That reminds me of when we were in Alaska, and we were at, like, that Native American thing, and we had that dinner. Oh, yeah. And the lady from New Zealand was there, and she was like, oh. she said, It was Saturday night, and she said something. And we're like, oh, we're going to celebrate Mass tomorrow. Do you want to come? She was like, yeah, I've been on a cruise for a while. I haven't been able to go to Mass in a long time. So she just happened to be sitting at our table and found out that I was celebrating Mass the next day in the conference room, and she was able to go. That's awesome. That that really does happen a lot. To me or in general? I think in general. Yeah. You know, I th- it's been a lot of times in my own life where it always seems like when I was worried about getting to Mass or worried how, how is this going to work out, I always did. You know, when I, when I used to work at the parish and we used to do, like, trips with students – um, you know, there was always a w- about, you know, and, and it was not necessarily Sunday mass, but just like, you know, you like, you'd like to have mass and we didn't know if we were going to get a priest or we didn't know if we were going to be anywhere where, uh, we'd be able to have mass accessible. And it just kind of always works out. Like if your heart's into it and if, 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 if you're genuinely desire the sacrament, it's, it kind of finds yeah. you. Well, now I'm, I, wherever I go, I can celebrate mass. So kind of ruins the excitement for you me. never have to worry about not that. anymore well you'll just have to tag along with me, yeah that's so. why it's good to travel with someone like me and if the plane goes down yeah. i could absolve you unless you go down first <laughs> jeez that took a dark turn <laughs> yeah that did unless you go <laughs> wow uh, first the first part of easter is the death of jesus the second part of Easter is the resurrection. So what's our resurrection story to end up yeah, this podcast? to end the podcast, what's the resurrection story? Uh, I don't know. I, I know. One of these days, God willing, we're going to announce an official um, Untitled Catholic Podcast live from Seti Field event. Right? Wrong. Yes. Yes. No, we will. I am... Um, or at least we want to. I think we will. We probably won't actually record it at City Field. We, and we, we should do won't it. record anything, but it'll just be us hanging out. No, I think what we should do is record in the parking lot. I think so, too. Okay. Like, we go early, maybe bring a grill, we tailgate, and then we just invite people to whatever. 
and then they can tell stories yeah yes um i was gonna say something i just forgot uh if you haven't listened to the song reckless love yet by Corey ashbury have you guys heard that i have well because of your because because of this podcast didn't didn't um uh I think Ricky recommended that on this podcast. Did he? Yeah. Boy, is that song good. If you haven't heard it yet, Reckless Love by Corey Ashbury. It's awesome. It's pretty fantastic. It's awesome. He's on this tour right now. He is? Oh, does that, he keep that playing that song? Oh, I mean, yeah. It, that's, the, that's the highlight of their set. Reckless awesome. Love. It's a picture. If you want to know if it's his... If it's the right one, it's a picture of him as a kid, I guess. Yeah, real nice guy. That's good to know. Also, <laughs> there's a uh, there's one guy that's with, with uh, that's on the tour. He's uh, one of the worship leaders. He looks like our Uncle Kenny. Cause he has really? A mustache, and he has a, a similar face to Uncle Kenny. And I want to go up to him and say, I'm sure you get this a lot, but... Has anyone ever told you you look like my Uncle Kenny? You should do that. That would be hysterical. I <laughs> know. Oh, I I was going to, and then he he left. I was going. I was approach. I was waiting for someone to come in because I told someone I was going to say that. And he was hysterical, laughing. I was waiting for him to come into catering, and then the guy left, and then the other guy came in like minutes later. What's that I'll guy's name? Who? The guy that looks like Uncle Kenny. Uh I don't know. I'll have to find out. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he sings, though? Yeah, he sings, yeah. He's like the Anthony Green of uh, worship leaders. I'll give you both 100 points if you can name th- who Anthony Green sings for. Um, current or not so current? There's no way you'll know. Casting Crowns. No, so the alternative band, Circus Survive. I was just gonna say he was also in Seosin. He was in Seosin. You just googled it, you punk. Yeah, of course. You couldn't you hear me typing? He was in Seosin and Circus Survive. Last thing, and then we'll end the update on my neighbors. Looks like we got two neighbors moved into the haunted house. Do they know it's haunted? No, I. Uh, they moved in when Father Lachlan was here, and it was late. Well, not too late, but it was dark out, and they came home, and I said, oh, hello, are you guys the new neighbors? And they said yes, and then one walked away, and then I introduced myself to the other. She wasn't very friendly. Uh, males, females? Mm. Uh, females. Two females. Two or three. I've only met. I've only seen two. Okay. But then again, they just moved in. I haven't been around. Well, tell them to hold on until August. If the house is haunted, that your brother's a priest and he can take care of it. You know what I'll say? I'll say that over. I'll maybe I'll invite them over for lasagna. Okay. And then we'll just say, "Hey, I'm gonna make a lasagna. You come over. I'll tell you about your haunted house. Your house may be haunted. If that's the case, don't leave. My brother's a priest. Don't leave. You just gotta make it. Stick it out till August. Just bear with the ghost yeah, for bear now. bear with the ghost. It's a, I heard it's a friendly one. All right. Could be a friendly ghost. Who knows? Well, this was very fun. It was. I'm, I'm happy to be back it's with good. you guys. I miss you. Yes. We should do this yeah. more often. <laughs> do this more often. 
Hey, how about next week? Sounds good to me. Deal. All right. Nolan, any last things to say? I do have one last thing to say. All right. And even though it'll be late by the time this thing is released, I don't care because I love the man. And I want to say happy birthday to Pope Benedict. He's 91 years old today, the day we record Happy this. birthday, wow. Pope Benedict. Happy birthday, Papa. That's all, that's all I got to say. All right. Well, God bless Pope <laughs> Benedict, and God bless everyone who listens to this podcast. Amen. And with your spirit. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.